Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Spill the D. I'm Rick, one of your co-hosts, and I'm joined, as always, by my usual and new wife, Gina. How are you? Usual and new. <laughs> I didn't know how to say it. Usual co-host. Usual co-host. Long-time listener, first-time new wife. <laughs> welcome to the pod. How are you? <laughs> Doing great. How are you? How are you here today? <laughs> I wish that the episode that we originally recorded would have worked so everyone could hear the pure excitement we had the first time that I heard you call me your when wife on the podcast. When it came out normally instead of whatever just happened there. Yes. Yeah, so for anyone who doesn't know, this is our second attempt at recording this episode. The first attempt failed, so this episode was actually being posted a day late, mm-hmm. uh, but we let everyone know, so it's okay, right? Yeah. It killed good. me. It really, I was... <sighs> you seemed pretty defeated when you came into the bedroom last night and said... It's not happening. That, that wasn't I technology won, Gina. More than one. I usually win. <laughs> I usually can figure it out, and I could. It was bad. I was like, I'm not putting this out like this. We need to just re-record because this isn't happening. Yeah, we just wanted to give you guys the best product possible, so figured it was best to just re-record the whole thing and give it to you daily. <laughs> so here we go. Hopefully that's fine with you. You're here, so yeah. I mean, welcome. Yeah, welcome. And if you're new here. Welcome to Spill the D. We're going to talk Disney. Today we are talking about things worth splurging on at Walt Disney World. If you guys missed part one, go ahead back a few episodes. It's a little over a month ago. We talked about um, things worth splurging on at the resorts or with your resorts in general, as well as dining. Mm -hmm. That was a good conversation. It was. And today we're talking about things worth splurging on in the park and just on Disney property. Things to do that are worth splurging on. Yeah, it's going to be a fun one. Before we do that, we do have one piece of Disney news. Yeah. It's kind of funny because last night we did like three, but we decided only one is really going to make a difference on your Walt Disney World trip, which is where our news, we like to bring it from. We don't like to just throw everything at you. Just whatever is going to affect your trip the most. And this week, it's that Luminous has officially started. Yeah. For those that don't know, this is the new nighttime show in Epcot. It started December 5th, so I guess the day you're listening to this is... At least two days later. <laughs> Three days. Three days. Next time you're in Epcot, it's going to be going, though. So uh, Yeah, exactly. And what I wanted to say about it, we do have friends who were there on opening night, and I reached out to them and said, how was it? And the consensus is that it was very good. Some original songs, some IP songs, which is always really nice. Mm-hmm. Better than Harmonious. Okay. Better than Epcot Forever. Mixed reviews and if it was better than Illuminations. Are we sure it's actually better and not just better because there's no walls? No, there is like fountains still up. There is big things up. Yeah, there's no walls around the rest of Epcot, so it just makes the the Epcot vibes a little better. That's true. At a wall. That's the other thing we wanted to share. Construction <laughs> is down at Epcot. Almost all of it. Yeah. A good chunk of it. You can officially walk straight through it again, yes. which is amazing and is going to make your Epcot day so much better. Yeah, I really want to rope drop Epcot right now. Oh my god, you never say that. I just want to see how much quicker it is to get to the back of the World Showcase. Trying to, to get there right now is like terrible. Yeah, with the construction it was terrible, but I'm excited for whenever we end up doing it next, because I want to see how quickly we can get back there. <laughs> That's fair. And it's like you try all the different directions, and you're like, am I taking the quickest route? Yeah. I don't even know anymore, because I've tried every route. It's like, like a maze. Amazing. It's amazing. But the maze is gone, for the most part. Yeah. So I got a little bit, but 
The majority of it is gone. Yeah. You can officially see the new Walt Disney statue. You can sit next to him on a bench and mm-hmm. just take it all in, which is so nice. Yeah. So exciting. Hmm. But that's all we have for news. So yeah. this is just our time now to remind you that if you want to go to Epcot, if you want to see the new Epcot fireworks show Luminous, if you want to see no more construction, if you want to see what we're talking about right now, make sure to use our friends at 407 and Beyond Vacation Co. to book that vacation. We are the official podcast of 407 and Beyond Vacation Company. They're a Disney and Universal Orlando travel agency that books and plans family vacations to destinations such as Walt Disney World, Universal Orlando, Disney Cruise Line, so much more. Their vacation planners are going to do all of the hard work for you so that all you have to do is show up have fun and create memories. So you can start by getting a free no obligation quote at www.407vacations.com. True story. You know what I like about it too? What? First of all, we've told you guys before, if we don't like something, we don't recommend it. And we love these Mm -hmm. people. They're all amazing. We had some of them at our wedding. Yeah. (laughs) But I really like that they'll do as much as you want them to do. Yeah. Like as a person who loves planning Disney vacations, I'll be like, hey, can you just do this for me? And they'll do it. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I don't feel like waiting on hold. Will you call and do this for me? <laughs> and they're like, yes, I will book that for you, Gina. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> sounds good. No, they're great. They're super helpful. Mm-hmm. And we can't recommend them enough. So this make sure true. you use them if you're planning another trip, which yeah. you should be because Disney's awesome. Disney, Universal, Royal Caribbean, yeah. whatever you want. And we're going to tell you how to spend a little bit extra money right now we are this is for those people who just want maybe they have a little bit extra in their budget maybe you want to know what could be worth the splurge because some of these are things that we do and we are very cheap these are things that we think are worth the splurge at walt disney world yeah so before we get started i feel like we should preface this with splurge doesn't necessarily mean things that you spend a thousand dollars on in our opinion splurge is just something Something extra that you don't need on your vacation, but it might enhance it significantly. This was an issue that we had the last time we did, when we did part one, Mm -hmm. was how are we going to define splurging for the listeners? And what we determined was exactly what Rick just said. Mm -hmm. It is, it could be $15. That could be a splurge if that's not $15 you need to spend. Yeah. They're like enhancements to your vacation. Mm -hmm. Some of them we might even refer to as a need. No, maybe not on this one. The last episode, there was some that I might have called a need, but I don't think yeah. this one. Okay, so let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's hop into this. <laughs> start within the park? Yeah, we'll start within the parks. Okay, cool. You know what's funny? This is our second time recording this. Last time, it took us a lot longer to get here. <laughs> we talked about our wedding. <laughs> we did. It was a great time, for anyone wondering. We got married last week. It was super fun. <gasps> okay, so in the park, things that are worth splurging mm-hmm. on. I'm going... Did we start with the obvious? Sure. Okay. I think Genie Plus can be worth it to splurge on. I agree. Yeah? Yeah. In every park? Uh, I think it depends. Okay. I think it depends on how frequently you're at Disney. Okay. And what your plans are for the day. If you are, I am a ride person and I want to get on every single ride or at least have a chance to get on every single ride. I think that as long as you're not at the parks like three times a week, like if you live down in Florida, I think it can be worth it because if you're on a family vacation for the first time in five years and you're like, I want to experience all of Disney, at least as much of it as I possibly can. I know we always say that Animal Kingdom and Epcot probably aren't worth it, but they might be. 
okay. you're trying to experience everything, because obviously Animal Kingdom has the big four, but there are like smaller ones. Give me your big four, because you're real quick with that. Uh, Avatar, Safari, Everest, and Dinosaur. All right, I respect it. Um, you but there's what about it's tough to be a bug. <laughs> That is one that's perfect for Genie Plus. Um, <laughs> but there are like smaller things like that where you still have to wait in line and mm-hmm. it will take up a chunk of your day if you have to wait in line for all of that. So I think depending on the situation, it can be worth it. Okay. I'm going to almost 100% agree with you. Here's my stipulation. I think it's almost never worth it at Animal Kingdom unless you're going like spring break or Christmas. And it can be more worth it at... Epcot than it can at Animal Kingdom with between like Test Track, mm-hmm. Remy's, Soarin'. Yeah. Even those ones though, like it kind of comes down to am I willing to separate and do single rider? Yeah. If you do single rider on Test Track or if you do single rider on Expedition Everest, you're going to walk on. Yeah. Like that is not going to be an issue at all. Would it be more worth it to do an individual lightning lane and put your money towards that rather than getting Genie Plus for the day? In Magic Kingdom, Genie Plus more worth it. Mm-hmm. Epcot? Definitely. Individual lightning lane might be more worth because like Genie Plus doesn't cover flight of passage. Yeah, there's an, you need an individual lightning lane for that. So you gotta weigh out your options. Yeah. But I also think that the individual lightning lanes do fall into this of are they worth it? Are they worth the splurge? And again, they can be. You can get hours back in your day. Yeah, but, but I do agree when it comes to like Animal Kingdom, if you're not gonna rope drop. It can be worth it. Yeah. If you're not going to rope drop and you want to do everything, I think it can be. If you rope drop Animal Kingdom and you get there early enough, you can do everything in the first two hours. Yeah. And then you can just get to stroll throughout the whole day. At least day, all the which big is stuff. so great. Yeah. You do the big stuff and then you just stroll all the small things throughout the day and walk right on them. It's amazing. Yeah. So consensus. Genie Plus, worth the splurge most of the time. Most of the time, yes. Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios? 100% of the time. Just about, Yeah. <laughs> Even on days when the lines are down, it still is going to get you on quicker than anything yeah. else. Because the other thing, too, is for me with Hollywood Studios, at least, is things aren't necessarily as close together. Mm-hmm. So you can use the time to travel to the next ride. <laughs> like Magic Kingdom, you can kind of like hop from ride to ride. They're at least in a little area, and then you hop to the next land, and then there's more in that little area. Whereas Hollywood Studios is it's like Sunset Boulevard has Hollywood Tower Hotel and Rock and Roller Coaster. And then it has cars if you really want to do that. But then in order to get to the next thing, show. the next thing you have to, in order to get to, you would have to go all the way down Sunset Boulevard to get to Mickey and Minnie's, which is at least a five minute walk, depending on how fast your party's moving. So to cut that time down even a little bit more so you don't have to wait necessarily, I think is, I think it's almost always worth it. And there is another piece to Genie Plus that I do think kind of makes it worth it. What's that? And it's kind of going to lead us into our next one. Okay. If you purchase Genie Plus for the day, you also get all of the attraction photos. So that's that, a good one. That's another one where it could be worth it in Magic Kingdom because a lot of the rides in Magic Kingdom have photos. Yeah. Magic Kingdom, it really is almost 100% of the time, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. So, with that, Memory Maker. I think it's worth it. I think Memory Maker is so worth the splurge. There's a big reason that it is on this list. Memory Maker, for anybody who doesn't know, is a program, a software that Disney offers. I don't know what word to use there. A I was just gonna say package. A pa- yeah, package. Perfect. Wow, go you. 
I need some caffeine. <laughs> it's a package that Disney offers where you get all of your photos that the photo pass photographers take on your vacation. Mm-hmm. You can also buy just a single day pass of it, but the vac- full vacation one is usually the better deal. And if you buy it ahead of time, you usually save about 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. You get all of the photos that PhotoPass photographers take, including um, magic shots, which are where they edit in, like, characters, balloons, fireworks, things like that into your photo, mm-hmm. plus all of your attraction photos. Yeah. Even if you don't have Genie Plus, you will get your attraction photos. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of situations where I think Memory Maker is really worth it. If you are a family that never gets photos taken together... But you enjoy that. Yeah. I think that it's so worth it. You can do a photo shoot whenever you see a photographer, which the amount of times that there's a photographer just standing around Disney and no one's in line for them is so great. Not as much on like Main Street, but if you're just like you can, randomly throughout. You can walk like five to ten minutes in any direction and you'll see at least one photographer. Oh, absolutely. Um, Real easily too because they change their clothes to bright green. Yeah. And <laughs> like you said, it's almost always worth it in my opinion, especially when you have a family that – not even not only doesn't get pictures taken together, but if you're a family that doesn't have pictures with everybody, like if one person is always taking the picture. Mom's never in the photo. Yeah, it's so easy to just be like, all right, none of us have to take the picture. Let's hop in line and get this mm-hmm. picture taken so we have a family photo in front of the castle or something. Hooks right up to your magic band. Yeah. So you can literally just send it right to your magic band. You don't have to take out your phone or anything. They'll mm-hmm. just do it. With that in mind, there are reasons why you might not want Memory Maker. Mm-hmm. It's almost $200. Yeah, it's a little on the pricey side. It's pretty expensive for your entire vacation. That's what it's going to cost. Everyone who is linked to your account, their photos are going to go onto your memory maker. You will have access to them. So if you have 15 people on your vacation, you only need to put the memory maker on one person's account. Yeah, not everybody needs to pay for it. (laughs) No. So like when we go with my giant family, we Mm -hmm. all split the price of it. And it's really not that bad. We just add it into our ticket cost and don't know any different. Yeah. So that's really nice. And you don't have to be with that main person who is scanning their magic band for it uh, to receive the photo. So if we put it on my brother's magic band and Rick and I are walking by ourselves and quickly take a photo, mm-hmm. it'll go onto the account. It'll go on our account with the little photo pass thing over it. But yeah. on my brother's account, it won't have any kind of watermark on it and you'll be able to get it. So. As long as as long as long you're part of their group. Yes. On the app. You have to be friends with them on the app. Yeah, as long as you're friends with them and part of their, their group for the trip, it'll mm-hmm. it'll switch over onto theirs. Too. You don't have to be part of their group for the trip. You just have to be friends with them. Oh, really? I thought you had to be on them. No, anyone that you're friends with. So, like, if I had Memory Maker and someone else that I'm friends with on there happened to also be on vacation, I could give them their photo. Okay. Which is hopefully Disney never uh, figures <laughs> they that, don't catch one on out. that one Yeah. <laughs> that would be not fun. No. But, yeah, I would say Memory Maker is definitely worth it. I think it's – I love it. I really yeah. do. I love the convenience of it. And like I said, everyone gets to be in the photo. They take a really good photo. Yeah. Going back to the, like, if you're going to cut it, like, just keep in mind, like, Disney photographers can hold your phone. They can hold your camera. Mm-hmm. They'll take a picture for you. Yeah. It's not a necessity. There are other options. Mm-hmm. But they take really good photos. And, again, they can do those yeah. magic shots. You get all of the park photos. You can do a little photo shoot at Disney Springs if you want. All of that just totally included in it. So You get race photos if you're doing one of the marathons or whatever. Yeah, if you're down there for Run Disney, and it, those are included in it. Yeah. So, like, we're getting it. We're only going to have two park days while we're there, but we have four runs. Like, yeah. that's going to be so worth it. 100%. Things worth splurging on yeah. at Walt Disney World. If you like having pictures, I think it's worth splurging on. I think so, too. 
And again, if you only have one park day that you want the photos from, if you only want Magic Kingdom, you can get a one-day yes. memory maker. It's not like Genie Plus. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Go ahead, you go. Okay. Magic Bands. Worth, worth it, it, not worth it. Worth it. Worth it. I think they are. I think that if you need to budget and you need – if you need to budget – I. If, we all need to budget. Mm. If you need to cut something mm. to save your budget, especially if you have a big family, like yeah. Magic Bands, they add up quick. Yeah. And you can now use your phone for most things. Use your watch for most things if you have an Apple Watch. Like, you can just carry around a little ticket. Yeah. It is a decent thing to cut to save some money. Yeah. If you don't need to cut it, though, first of all, when that box shows up a few weeks before your vacation. Yeah. It's so fun because you don't you don't really know when it's coming. I think they send you an email, but I don't pay attention. I don't know. Yeah. So it's so exciting that box comes and then you open it. And it's this beautiful box, mm-hmm. and it's like you're going to Disney soon. You're going to Disney World. <laughs> it's so exciting. So there's that, but then once you're there, the convenience factor of it, the fact that like all your money's on it, your hotel key, your room, yeah, your hotel key, your room key, your park ticket, like it's all right on your wrist. Yeah. The convenience factor is superior. Yeah, I'm a big fan of just the Magic Bands in general. Um, if you're going to cut, I would say only do it if you would get a plain one because I think those are kind of boring. Um, if you're one of those people that like to have like – like to go all out, I think it's worth it. Like I wear my custom one more than I wear my plain ones. Yeah. Because it's just – it looks nicer on my wrist. I feel like – I enjoy having that one on more. Um, and there's also those really expensive ones, which I don't think those are worth it. But Okay. Let me let me start with the first thing you said. So the okay. custom one. Yes. So usually when we get Magic Bands, it's when we're staying on Disney property. We order them because you get them at a discount. So yes. You order them ahead of time. That's the box that I'm talking about that comes in the mail. The custom – there's one right there. Is that what you're looking for? Yeah. <laughs> the cu- they're, they're all I over my, I thought house. my custom one was in here. Oh, no. That's in a bag. The – Custom one that he's talking about was because he left his magic band at home Mm -hmm. when we were going on a trip, and we love the convenience of it. So he was like, That's it. I'm just going to buy a magic band because I want it. And it costs the same to go into the store at Disney Springs and design your own custom magic band as it does to just buy one that they already have made. Yeah. And I thought it was totally worth it. I would think so, too. It was really fun. He picked the color. He picked the character that he wanted Mm -hmm. on it. So he got his name on it. So that's the custom one that he's talking about. Just a basic magic band. I want to say you paid like 25 bucks for it. Or something like that. Maybe a little bit more, but. Which one's here in Disney? Whatever. (laughs) Money doesn't exist. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) We used a gift card. It was free. (laughs) But so that's the custom one. So that's the first Mm -hmm. thing that you said. The second thing was about the magic band plus. Yes. There's one situation where I think Magic Band Plus is worth the splurge. And if you do not fall into this category, I don't find it worth it. Okay, let's hear it. Star Wars fans. Fair. Who, who are going to Hollywood Studios. Yes, I agree. That is that is one. Yes. So That's the only one, I think. The <laughs> only one. So Star Wars fans who are going to Hollywood Studios, you can bounty hunt if you have the Magic Band Plus. Do I understand what any of that means? No. Only, I don't either. I don't. The only thing I know about bounty hunting is like, isn't the um, in Once Upon a Time, isn't that like Emma's job? Well, yeah. The so the Mandalorian 
is about a bounty hunter, I believe. Yeah. Which is the new show, and I think that's where it kind of came from. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't I, know. I, it clearly didn't come from Once Upon a Time. I don't know. Well, no, because I don't know if there's bounty hunting in the normal Star Wars movies. I think there is, but I don't know. I don't know. Um, Probably. We're not the people to ask about Star Wars. No, we're not. <laughs> we bring on guests who know Star Wars, but we are not those people. Yes. But you could do that, and we're not going to go too much more into that, because we don't really have much about it. <laughs> but other things that the Magic Band Plus does, it, the 50th statues, which they have confirmed are staying. They have officially covered the little 50th emblem mm-hmm. with little fun emblems from each character. They'll talk to you if you have the Magic Band Plus. Mm-hmm. And the lights on it go with the lights in the shows that you're watching. Hmm. So if you're watching a fireworks show, like everyone's Magic Band Plus is coordinated. Interesting. My Did issue. Not know that one. Yeah, no, not a fan still though, because Magic Man Plus has to be charged. <sighs> Roughly every like three days is what people are finding. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, me either. That's one more thing, thing about Magic charge. Bands. Yeah. Regular Magic Bands. Just you just have them. They do die eventually. Eventually. Technically yeah. your Magic Band can die, but it takes a lot to kill a Magic Band. Yes, it does. Yeah. So Magic Man Plus, not worth the splurge mm-hmm. unless you're a Star Wars fan. Yeah. Magic fan in general, I personally think we're the splurge. I agree. But also a good thing to cut if you do need to get some money back into your budget, not especially if you have a big necessary. family. I would not spend the money on the plain one in the stores. Only if you are getting them ahead of time. If you're going in the stores and you're going to spend the money, you might as well get a fun one. Like create your own, like Rick. Uh, yeah, did. I think if I, I think if I had an Apple Watch, and I didn't have a Magic Band, I wouldn't get one. But I think if I was the only other option was for me to use it on my phone, I would get one because at least you wouldn't have to pull your phone out all the time. Funny enough, I had a lot of trouble getting it to go on my Apple Watch. Okay. I did get a new watch, I was going to say, you, have an older, you had an older one. Yes, yeah, so now that I have a new one, maybe it would work, but it didn't work with my old watch. I'll have to try. I won this at Bingo, guys. How crazy is that? <laughs> <laughs> Best Bingo ever. <laughs> all right. Next one. Popcorn buckets. We love popcorn buckets. We love popcorn buckets. I think they are so worth the splurge. But I have another caveat here, very similar to the Magic Band Plus caveat. Mm -hmm. I don't attack me, everybody. I don't find the fancy popcorn buckets to be worth the money in the slightest. Uh, One, you get one. Yeah, I I don't think there's any legitimate arguments against that. I think a lot of the people that get the fancy ones either get one because they're on their trip and they're like. You know what? I'm just going to do whatever I want. Anybody else who gets more than one, I feel like collects them. Because yes. I feel like that's become a thing yeah. that people do is collecting the popcorn buckets, which... It's a cool collection, I Yeah, know. which if that's your thing, good for you. Yeah. As far as functionality, you don't really need anything above the basic popcorn uh, popcorn thing. I agree. If, if we're talking about what is worth splurging on, the basic popcorn bucket, that is $12 to $13, mm-hmm. you get those... Two fifty three dollar refills, like that is worth a splurge. Hundred percent. The how cheap those refills are worth the splurge. The sign is going to say that it's only until the end of your trip. It's not. They'll refill it forever. Yeah. Hopefully they never change that. Please, mm-hmm. Disney, don't ever change that. That's worth the splurge. That's mm-hmm. a lifetime investment. You know what's so lucky? When you find a popcorn bucket at a thrift store, <laughs> take it home, clean it up, boom, you got free refill. Or there you go. not free. That would be nice. You got those two to three dollar refills yeah. while you're there. But the fancy buckets are worth it if it's a collector's item. But I think yeah. that that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, I agree. Because yeah. I think that splurging on collector items, splurging on pins, splurging on bags, like because you collect them, 
Yeah. That's a whole different argument. Splurging okay. on a popcorn bucket because, like, for the functionality of it's a popcorn bucket. Yeah. One splurge on the first fun one. And then after that, now you're a collector. Now you can't argue that it's because <laughs> you want popcorn. Are you, though? Are you a collector after just one? No, if you splurge past one. Okay. Once you're on to the second one, I personally think you're no longer buying them because you want popcorn. You're now buying them because they're fun and you want to collect them. They are fun. Two is a collection. <laughs> Two. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm rolling with that. Okay. I'm going to stick to that opinion. I'm going to stick to that opinion. More than two is a collection. Nope, two is the collection, not more than two. Two, two is a collection. You got two kids, you're collecting children. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, but I'm going to stop on that one. I, that's just my opinion. The popcorn buckets are worth it due to the price of the refills. Yes, I agree. Yes, they 100%, are worth especially the if you're a, if you're someone who gets bored in line specifically, <laughs> and you're a bored eater, popcorn buckets are your way to go because, like you said. Two fifty three dollars for a refill. Fill it up right before you get in line. You got something to munch on. Make sure you have water, because popcorn will make you thirsty. <laughs> but you need to be drinking water anyway, because we're in Florida and it's hot. So we hydrate here. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, the Hydration regular is key. the regular one is definitely worth it, more so than the character and the fancy ones. Also, because you could get like three or four refills of the regular one before. You would even get to the price of <laughs> the, the fancy, fancy one. character ones. And some of the fancy ones are just made so cheap. The, yeah. That beautiful Cinderella carriage. Mm-hmm, the onion carriage. The onion carriage. <laughs> <laughs> you can actually get it at Universal, too. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully people have seen Shrek. But that beautiful carriage breaks so easy. Yes. So just look at it before you buy it. They're right there for you to see. Look and decide. Yeah. Is this worth the price? Definitely. The character ones that they make tend to be a little bit better. Mine broke. But you got a new one. I got a new one. They replace them if they break, which is nice. Pepperoni 2.0. Pepperoni Jr. PJ for short. (laughs) It's a little alien. (laughs) Last thing for in the park, and it's not technically in the park. It's to get to the park. Yeah. The minivans. Can be worth it. This is a very specific situation in which it it can be worth it. Yes. The situation we're about to talk about is... (laughs) Probably the only situation where it's worth. I'm gonna paint you a word picture. <laughs> you are running late to your dining reservation in the park, and you need to get there. What's your quickest way to get there? Is it A. Uber, ride a horse. <laughs> B. Lyft, C. Minivan. No, so minivan is Disney's rideshare program. Mm-hmm. It's run by Lyft. Yes. Which is, if you know Uber, Lyft is the same idea of it. If you have the Lyft app and you go into it while you're on Disney property and you say, I want to get from Coronado Springs to Magic Kingdom. Let's say that you have a reservation at Be Our Guest and you need to get there as soon as possible. Yeah. You go on the Lyft app and you put that that's where you want to go. And it's going to show you options for Lyft, for like whatever size cars. And then at the bottom of it, it's going to show you options for a minivan. Minivan is run by Disney. A Disney cast member is going to be driving you, but it's, again, through Lyft. The price is going to be about double to triple what a normal Lyft was going to cost. Not going to be cheap. It's not going to be cheap. But there are some advantages that can make the minivan worth splurging on, especially because you are running late for this reservation at Be Our Guest in this scenario. (laughs) So, number one, 
one of the biggest ones, depending on who you are as a person, is, is that minivans come with two car seats in them. Yeah. They That's keep, big. They keep them in the trunk. They are they are car seats. You know Disney's not going to give you a crappy car seat. Mm-hmm. Lyft and Uber, they can, they can have car seats, but there's no... Might be a trash-picked one. Oh. You don't know. Don't know where that car seat has been. If that car seat's been an accident, you're supposed to get rid yeah. of car seats as soon as an accident yep. happens, even if they seem fine. Like, yeah. so you don't know where those car seats have been. But in minivan, there are two car seats in each. Mm-hmm. And then the really big one that is going to help you get to this be our guest reservation right now. Minivans can go places on property that Lyft and Ubers cannot. Yes, they can take back roads and cut through backstage areas that they can't go to. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to the parks, especially Magic Kingdom, that's the biggest one for this. If you take an Uber or a Lyft to the park, they're going to have to drop you at the transportation and ticket center. Yes. If you take a minivan, they drop you right at the front where the buses are getting dropped off. Yeah, because it's it's Disney transportation. Mm -hmm. So they can take you anywhere a bus can take you, basically. Basically. And more. Yeah. And more because they're smaller. (laughs) (laughs) They're tiny. No, they're like SUVs that are painted like Minnie Mouse. Once you're on property, you're going to see them and you're going to be like, whoa, that's Minivan Gina and Rick we're talking about. Yeah. They're really fun. But definitely worth it in that scenario because taking transportation, especially in the middle of the day, we've only been... To take in transportation, I feel like once or twice in the middle of the day because we're usually already in the park. But it can get pretty long. Like the line can get really long to get on the monorail. And if you have kids, especially car seat kids, that you don't want to have to wait in line with, Mm -hmm. it can totally be worth it to just get a minivan and get dropped off at the front. Absolutely. And minivan drivers are, again, Walt Disney cast members, they don't have a GPS or anything. They Mm -hmm. need to know the area in order to drive this minivan. They need to know the backstage ways. Yeah. That was the job that I got hired for after my college program. Mm-hmm. And in my interview, I had to tell them how to get around, how yeah. to get around Disney property <laughs> from A to B. Yeah. So, yes, minivan can be worth it. Not always worth it, but can be worth it. Yes. I also have a hypothesis. Let's hear it. That might not be the right word. I think that minivans would probably get to you quicker than a Lyft or an Uber. I could see that, because, mostly because there's not as high demand for them. And they're going to be right on property where a Lyft and Uber, they might assign you someone who is on their way onto property with people. Yeah. So I would assume a minivan would probably get you quicker. I would think so. Don't hold us to that, but I would think so. Yeah. <laughs> so all in all, minivans can be worth it. Yeah. All right. Now we're on to things to do on Walt Disney World property. Ooh. Go ahead. Pontoon boat. Yeah. <laughs> I personally haven't done one of these. You have. Yeah, I have. And you said it was awesome. They are so much fun. It is your friendly reminder that Walt Disney World is not just a theme park. That it is an entire vacation destination. Yeah. And doing something like that just really like you feel relaxed. You feel like you're on vacation having a good time. Mm-hmm. These pontoon boats, they are $49 for every half hour. Okay. You can have up to 10 people on them. $5 an hour? <laughs> half hour. $5 a half an hour? Yeah. $10 an hour to be on a pontoon per person, boat? yeah. If you get 10 people, that's pretty good. Yeah. We had three people on it. And we were like, we were sprawled out. It was so nice. You can bring food on it. You can mm-hmm. bring drinks on it, including alcohol. Mm-hmm. The only thing is that the driver can't be drinking. Yeah. Fair. Won't argue that. You can hook up to the sound system on the pontoon so you can listen to whatever music you want while mm-hmm. you're driving around. We did the one out of the Polynesian and we just drove around Seven Seas Lagoon. And it's so nice. You're just like relaxing out there. Yeah. Wind in your hair. You can see the castle. It's beautiful. 
Yeah, it sounds awesome, and I want to do it, so maybe next time we go down. Yeah, because I, I really can't recommend it enough. And again, it's just your reminder that Disney really is a full-on vacation destination. There's so much more to do than just the theme parks. Oh, yeah, we're going to get into some more of that in a second. Oh, well, we got uh, we got a whole lot for you here with things worth splurging on. But I would definitely say the pontoons were splurging on. They used to have, like, speedboats that you can rent, little, like, two-person ones. Uh-huh. They got rid of those, unfortunately. Do they do, like, a training class before you do the pontoon boat? Like, I know when we did the jet skis, they were like, this is how you do it, just to be safe. Someone will come with you. They will literally walk you out to them. They'll show you, like, here's where this is, here's where that is, here's how you work that, and then they just let you go. Okay. You're out there by yourself, no cast member. There's lake patrol. There are yeah. people patrolling and making sure you're okay. So they're not gonna like come up to you and be like, "Are you okay?" and just check. But like, yeah. unless you are literally in distress. Yeah. So you'll okay. be totally fine. That's cool. It's yeah, and it's you don't have to tell them. At least we didn't have to. I mean, it wasn't a very busy day, so that could possibly be why. But I'm gonna make the assumption here that you just take that pontoon out for as long as you want to take that pontoon out. Yeah. You just have to pay when you get back. Yeah. That, okay, now it's going to cost you this much money because yeah. you were out there for four hours. They probably give you a time limit if they're, if it's busy. Like if it's a busy day, yeah. they know they have a lot of people coming. They might be like, there's a lot back of pontoons, though. There's also a lot of people at Disney. There is, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't think people would rent them out as much as you would think. Like, I, I've seen them, like, when I worked at the Polynesian, they would, they would be out there. Uh-huh. People would go, but I don't know. It's an interesting thought. Just case. Yeah, I don't know. Highly recommend splurging on the pontoon boat if you're looking for something to do on your rest day. So relaxing. Yeah. So next we have VIP tours. And this one is kind of broad because there's a lot of different kinds of VIP tours you can do. We have the nighttime safari. We have, what's the backstage one? Keys to the kingdom. Keys to the kingdom. That's the big one. There's just a thousand backstage tours. (laughs) What I'm talking about, though, is... When you have a private tour guide to take you around the parks. Oh, uh, okay. It's when you see someone walking around with a person who's dressed in like the equ- equestrian attire. <laughs> and they're giving them a tour around the gotcha. park. And they're taking them to the front of the lines and to wherever they want to eat. And getting them whatever they want for the day. Ice cream, water bottles, everything. All included. Which it should be. Because should you choose to splurge on this. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. So it's going to range from 450 to $900 an hour based off the time of year that you're going. Mm-hmm. You have to do a minimum of seven hours. Yes. You can have up to 10 people, but then you also should tip your tour guide at the end. Which is also a lot of money. Also a lot of money. <laughs> All of this is a lot of money. Yeah. If you have this money, and this goes back to the... If you want to do everything that you possibly can in the shortest amount of time possible. They'll get you there. They will get you there. They can take you in backstage areas. You'll be taking a minivan from A to B, I'm yeah. sure. Cutting lines everywhere. Yeah, this is a uh, this one's a pretty big deal. You're going to go and you're going to have probably the best day ever. It is a large amount of money, though. You're not going to get, though, that full experience of Disney. This is yes. my opinion. You're going to get a very enhanced experience, but it's not going to be that Walt Disney World experience that everyone else gets. Good or bad, I'll let you guys decide that. You're not going to get to see the crying kids and the angry parents. That's part of the fun. I like to <laughs> it's play. Part of the experience. I like to play. Who's the problem? The kid or the parent? Yeah, and you're not going to get to play that game. one. It's usually the parent. Spoiler <laughs> alert: Parents are usually the problem. You get the kid once in a while, but it's usually yeah. the parent. But yeah, fifty six hundred dollars min or minimum if you get the nine hundred dollar 
That's a lot of money. You went for the more expensive one. Did you not want to do 450 times 10? That's a lot. <laughs> no. 4,500 to 5,600 is going to be... Right? No. No. 10 times 45 seven. Times, times 7. seven. So that would be... It's going to be like under... Thir- it's going to be 3,000 something. 3,150? 30, Quick maths. Probably. I, I think I did that right. You know, you Hopefully easily could have pulled a calculator out and then I could have edited this and no one would have been the wiser. Where would I have gotten a calculator from? True. I'm holding an iPad. <laughs> True. Uh, thirty-one fifty to fifty-six. That's or that's final answer. Someone check minimum. Me. Someone check me. Let me know. Minimum thirty thirty-one fifty. No, because it's minimum of seven hours, but you can have more than that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can actually go over that. Go for it. If you got <laughs> the money. Do it. Do it. Splurge away. Splurge away. <laughs> I'd say that would be worth it. Splurge if you can afford to splurge on it. Yes, definitely. I would love to be able to splurge on it one day. It would be fun to do a VIP tour. One day. Yeah. What park would you want to do a VIP tour at? So that's the thing. They can take you anywhere. So you could do all of them? You can literally start in Magic Kingdom and be like, I just really want to go ride Tower of Terror right now. And they will put you in a car and take you to Tower of Terror. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Quick synopsis of the day. Go. What my day would be? Yeah. I would start in Animal Kingdom. Okay. And I would ride Flight of Passage and Everest and Dinosaur. Okay. And then I would head on over. I don't know. This is really hard. I would end the day in. Oh, I don't know. I want to say it end in Epcot because I would want to end if I was doing all four parks. Mm-hmm. Like I would want to end in Epcot because I'd want to eat my face off. But I don't. I'd rather see Happily Ever After. Yeah. So I'd probably end with Happily Ever After. In this scenario, we're gonna say that the park is open really late at Magic Kingdom. So we're gonna start at Animal Kingdom, and then we're gonna go to Hollywood Studios. Okay. And we're going to knock out Hollywood Studios with all the best rides that we can do. Okay. So we're going to cut the line on all of them because we can, because we're cool, because yeah, we're, we're awesome, awesome like that. that. Then we're going to go to Epcot later in the night and we're going to eat around the world for dinner. Okay. Hop on whatever rides we want because, again, we can. We're awesome. And then by then, my tour's probably going to be over, so I'm going to go to Magic Kingdom and just do a few rides at night and then yeah. watch fireworks. There you go. That's as much in detail as we're going to go. It's a good day. No, I wasn't. I didn't want anyone. That is just a quick synopsis. <laughs> no, I don't want to hear what you have to say. Well, I, that would be a lot, especially <laughs> since I just put you on the spot. What's yours? Pretty much that exact thing except for flip-flopping Hollywood Studios and Epcot. Mine was just because I wanted dinner at Epcot. That's fair. I wanted to make my eat around the world my my dinner. That makes sense. Yeah. Although Hollywood at night at like golden hour would be so I nice. I love Sunset so maybe, Boulevard. Maybe we should do Epcot for lunch. <laughs> no, because that's when it's the most crowded. True. This is a weekday. We're there on like a Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. A, there's no one there. It's a pretty yeah, empty it's, day. It's nice. Every park is empty. And we're questioning why we paid for a VIP tour when we can just exactly, walk on everything exactly, anyway. Yeah, but exactly. <laughs> And oh, with this, you also do need to have a park ticket. Yes. So that price does not include your park ticket. So that's a lot of money. But they give you a pin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next one. Okay. Well, I guess that kind of leads into the, what we were saying about the uh, the backstage tours as well. Yeah. Upgrading your trip and adding in a backstage tour. Something like Keys of the Kingdom, which is only going to be a few hours out of your day. Mm-hmm. Really fun thing to splurge on, especially if you've been to Disney a thousand times and you want something new to try. Yeah. That one can be really worth it. And that's a really good one. There's a lot of tours like that in different parks. You can look up online. Some of them are so worth the splurge and again especially if you've been to disney a thousand times you're looking for something new to do looking for something new or if it's your off day some of the hotels have them too yeah animal kingdom lodge has one wilderness lodge has a segway tour i know fort wilderness fort wilderness is a (laughs) segway tour (laughs) i love it so look into that there's plenty to do yeah 
All right, so we're going to hop back to our Star Wars fans here. Hey, guys. Hi. <laughs> Splurge for May you again. May the force again. be with you. <laughs> Splurge for you again now Please that you have your podcast. fancy Magic Band Plus. We're going to go get a lightsaber and a droid. I'm going to build both of them. Why not? Because we can, because we're splurging. Because we're splurging. This is a splurge trip. Um, so for those that don't know, you can go to Galaxy's Edge and you can build your own lightsaber and you can build your own droid. I know lightsabers, you can get any color. And I know droids, you can get R2 and BB-8. Those are the only ones I know, but I'm pretty sure there's more. What color lightsaber would you get? <sighs> I don't know, because I, I might go purple. Cause is I, that Samuel L. Jackson? It is, yeah. Okay. And that's See, probably I why know I would Star Wars. And that's probably why I would do it, because of him. Because he's the only one that has a purple one, I'm pretty sure. So. I wonder if you can build one, then. A purple one. I think you can. I could be wrong, uh, but the droids are basically little RC cars, but they look like a droid. Um, like I said, BB-8 and R2 are definitely two of them, and I don't think you're allowed to just ride, drive them around the park itself, but they do have little like play areas where you can put your droid down and everybody can put their droids down and you can... Everyone can battle, like Big Hero 6. Yeah, that's the robot battle. Yeah. <laughs> Bet money on it, it's a whole thing. See, now you're just talking about real steel. Do they bet money on that one, too? Yeah, oh, yeah. Big time. Is that what the whole thing's about, Robo? Yeah. Oh. Well, Big Hero 6 must be based <laughs> on real steel. Real steel, yeah. That's a pretty that. old movie. You've made that up. I'll, I'll, show it it you sound sound real. I'll show it to you after It's real as anything. It's real as steel. It's real as steel. <laughs> so is Big Hero 6. I'll show it to you after the episode. If they made a Big Hero 6 too, do you think they would call it Big Hero 7 because of Disney or Bigger Hero 6? <laughs> <laughs> I think it they would call it Big Hero 7. <laughs> you remember why it's called Big Hero 6, right? Yeah, they're going to get another person in their group. Okay. Tadashi's <laughs> going to come back. Whoa. They're He's gonna... alive. Did I ever tell you at camp I asked the 17-year-olds uh, what fictional character they have a crush on? And one yeah. Of them, and one of them said Tadashi. Uh-huh. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, first of all, I get it. Second of all, I have really bad news for you. <laughs> have you seen the movie? <laughs> <laughs> okay um and building a lightsaber that's gonna be around 250 dollars and building a droid is around 120 now gonna run you a pretty Plus hefty price tag fun but... upgrades and stuff like that but yeah. worth the splurge if you are a star wars dude if you're a star wars fan i don't really see a reason not to no it's something fun to do yeah if you're already gonna spend all that money to get there anyway i know if i was a star wars fan i'd have both already so i know <laughs> probably in one trip probably Nah, I'd make you spread them out. Nah, it'd be a one trip. It'd probably be a one trip. All right. Now on to a little bit more of a delicate one. We're going to talk about splurging on a spa day. Ooh, a spa day. Spa day. So you can do the spa at the Grand Floridian. The Swan and Dolphin have a spa. Sarasota Springs used to have a spa. It has not reopened since COVID. It's not looking like it's going to reopen. So on. But there are the other spa options. Yes. And I've heard very good things about Grand Floridian. Nothing but great things, honestly, about any of them. I've been to the spa at, I'm just going to say Swan and Dolphin because I can't remember exactly which one it's at. Got a 50-50 shot here. I think it's at this dolphin. 
Let's hope. I don't know if you'll say it's at the swan. Either way, we don't know what happened. I think we went on the wrong day or something, or I don't... I think you did. I think you went on the wrong day. We walked in, and they were like, you can't be here right now. (laughs) They were really nice about it, honestly. (laughs) They gave us water bottles. It was really cool. So they were nice people. The spa itself was gorgeous. Obviously, I didn't see the back rooms, but (laughs) the main area was gorgeous. Uh, Make sure you have the right thing booked when you book it. True. But spas are a great way to enhance your vacation, something so fun to splurge on. And again, just another reminder that Disney is more than just a theme park. Mm -hmm. It is a full-on vacation destination. So next we have another photo option. Um, If you have a little bit of time during the day, you want to get some nice pictures taken, maybe you just got married, maybe you just got engaged, maybe you're just on a friend's trip and you want to get some good pictures of everybody. You want to just get some good pictures of your friend group in one of the parks. They have something that's called Capture Your Moment. If you're having a baby. If you're having a baby. That one's a pretty popular one. People announce their pregnancies. Yeah, they do capture your moment. So what this is is 20 minutes with a photographer uh, by yourself. Um, Just you and the Disney photographer. Just you and the Disney photographer. Just your group. It has to be eight people or less. They take you wherever you want to go. And it's $99 for a 20-minute session. Yeah, nailed it. Uh, as far it. as wherever you want to go, you pick your general location. General location. You pick that when you book it. So, for mm-hmm. instance, if you are booking Magic Kingdom, you have to decide if you're going to do Main Street in the castle or Fantasyland in the castle. Um, that's the only park that has a real, like, you need to, like, pick the area. Yeah. But they'll take you to where they think is the best spot. And they do a great job of getting these photos where it's just you. It, you can't even tell there's other people in the park. Yeah. 20 minutes. All, all you, all them. They have props. You can bring your own props. Um, the only thing you can't do, you can't wear wedding attire. Yes. They're not going to do your wedding photos for you. Sorry. <laughs> you have to pay a lot of money for that. We actually talked about that on a previous episode, yeah. exactly how that works. Yeah. One thing to know if you do this, your photos are not included. So unless you bought Memory Maker. Yes. So this is another one where if you have Memory Maker, this is an additional splurge on top of it that could be really worth it and fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm looking into it for post Dopey. Yeah. Could be fun to take some pictures, holding the medals, like, in front of the castle. You have to make a reservation to do it, but it definitely can be very worth it to celebrate the big events in your life. Or if you just want a photo shoot, because why not? You're on vacation. Do what you want. Might as well go for it. It's only 20 minutes plus, let's say, plus the time you have to check in and plus the whatever. Yeah. 45 minutes max. 40, yeah, maybe an hour out of your day. Like, yeah. And you get so some awesome pictures. And if I learned anything from engagement shoot and wedding, 20 minutes is a lot to it's take a, photos. a lot because they're not going to stop. Mm-mm. It's not going to be like a take a picture, hang around and talk for a minute or two, go take another picture. It's going to be back to back to back to back to back for 20 straight minutes. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be a great time. But you get a lot of good pictures. And yeah. if you have Memory Maker already – You'll get them all. Yes. All the downloads. They are all yours. So definitely can be worth the splurge. Yes, I agree. Go capture your moment. Yeah. All right. And last but not least, just kidding. There's two more things, but we'll go into the dessert parties next. This sounds so fun. A dessert party? Yes. Which amazes me because you're not a dessert guy. But I just like the idea of specifically the one on the riverboat. Oh, yes. The fairy tale one. (laughs) Yeah. I want to do that one. I'm so down. That is the one that I would want to do. So for anyone who doesn't know, a dessert party is a private party run by Disney that you can buy. You can buy your ticket to. They usually run anywhere from like 100 to $150 mm-hmm. per adult. And then there'll be a little bit less for kids because the adult ticket includes alcohol. Mm-hmm. 
So it's bottomless alcohol, bottomless dessert. They also have, will have like sodas and waters and stuff yeah. like that. And let's, we'll go with the Magic Kingdom one. For example, they have one that starts before the fireworks, one that's after the fireworks. But no matter what, because you're registered for it, you will have a private viewing section for the fireworks. Yes. So one of them is in the hub on the grass you they have a private area that they rope off that you get to go stand in or sit in whatever you want to do and then they have a tomorrowland terrace which is a restaurant that they don't really use very often mm. anymore because they use it for these dessert parties yeah. they clear off the entire terrace and it overlooks the castle and you get to watch the fireworks from a chair mm. in tomorrowland terrace you got a guaranteed view of it yeah Definitely worth it. Which is a really cool view of Tinkerbell flying because guess where building she lands on top of? Tomorrowland Terrace. <laughs> so definitely can be very worth it if you're, one, a big dessert person, yes. or two, you want that uh, private firework viewing, or alcohol because you can only get that at restaurants in Magic Kingdom. Honestly, sounds worth it. Yeah. Epcot also does dessert parties. You can also, with Epcot, like basically rent a whole dessert party and yeah. for to have your own party that one's pretty common people use it for like their weddings and stuff that's cool but now the one rick's talking about the fairy tale dinner cruise what is the full name it's it's fairy tale fairy tale dessert cruise probably it's something like that and it's <laughs> a cruise on the ferries that they use to move people back and forth at magic yes. kingdom they have a special ferry that they do these dessert parties on and there's just something that is so magical sounding about that to me. Yeah, I mean, we both like boats. Is this true? We both like being on the water. Big boat gal. Um, Spirit of Philadelphia, we had a great time, and I feel like it kind of gives those kind of vibes. It's like romantic. Yeah. Yeah. And you just it's a good time. The other good thing is you're in Florida, so it's probably not going to be that cold. Unless you're there in the winter. And it suddenly it gets, gets cold. pretty cold on that water. <laughs> As someone who worked right on it, it gets cold there. But no, it's it, it sounds super fun, little expensive, but again, you get your own private viewing of the fireworks, and unlimited alcohol and dessert. I'm not a huge dessert person. That's the <laughs> only reason we haven't done it yet because I can't get my money's worth of dessert. And I for sure can't make it up in the alcohol department. So. <laughs> and what's cool in this about this one is you don't need like a park ticket to go to it. This yeah. can be on your off day. You spent the whole day on a pontoon and now you're going to go hop on the ferry. There you go. This one is $105 plus tax for ages 10 and up and $67 for children. It's an hour and 30 minutes because you get to go out before the fireworks actually start. They pipe the music in for you all around. Amazing. So it is only on select days, though, with this one. So you have to look into that when you're booking it. You might yes. have to plan your whole trip around this if this is something that you want to do. But they also and they also include gratuity when you are booking it. So if you go online and try and book it right now, I picked a random day and it came out to two hundred and sixty dollars for two of us because it added in tax and gratuity, mm -hmm. even though it started out by saying it was only going to be one hundred and five dollars per person. That's how they get you? So just keep that in mind. But I think that's a great splurge for yes, your trip, a great enhancement for your trip, something that would be so much fun to do mm -hmm. and just a magical memory that yeah. you would be making and something not everyone does. Not everyone even knows it exists. So yeah. keep that one in mind. For sure. And there may be discounts for annual pass members and Disney Vacation Club Ooh. with all of these things. Always ask if you yeah. are annual oh, yeah. pass, DVC, anything like that. Always, always ask. ask. You never know. All right. In our last section... Section. Our last splurge. splurge. Last thing uh, for the night that we think is worth splurging on. 
After hours events. All of them. Every single one of them. Every one of them. Halloween party. Mm-hmm. Christmas party. Absolutely. Jollywood nights. Haven't been yet, but I can I can assume. I can I can assume. But it's I fantastic. like Hollywood Studios and I like Christmas, so I'm gonna roll with it. Um, what am I missing? Anything? Just the regular after hour events. Just the regular, yeah, just the regular. And our H2O Glow Nights. Oh, H2O Glow Nights, yes. Mm-hmm. Those ones are good ones. Uh, there's also the DVC Moonlight Magic, but that is included if you have Disney Vacation Club. So we won't really say that one's a splurge. Yeah. Except for the price of Disney Vacation Club. <laughs> but the other ones, Disney all Vacation splurges. Disney is already free when you have it. It's true because you pay yeah. yearly. Disney math. Disney math. But when you get there, <laughs> it's free. Yeah. <laughs> Disney math. Disney math. But all of these after-party events are... You actually pretty roughly the same amount of money around like 150 ish, yeah. 130 to 150, some of them up to 170, depending on when you're going. They are private events where Disney closes their parks down early, mm-hmm. or for the case of like the after hours events, they're going to close at normal time, but you're going to get an extra few hours in the park. Yeah. And the parks are near empty for some of them. Mm hmm. Especially the after hours events. They don't sell nearly as many tickets as they do for a normal park day. Yeah. For things like the Halloween and Christmas party, those ones they do still sell a decent amount of tickets, but it will be less crowded ride wise yeah. than it will be on a normal park day. Cause that's going to be more people running around enjoying the extras, like the extra characters, the food, the mm-hmm. drinks, dance parties. They all have dance parties with characters, things like that. But these are extras that you can add on to your vacation, that your vacation planner can add on for you, extra tickets that you buy that are just a fun, fun time. And if you are a ride person, they are the time to go ride the rides. 100%. Get on most of the rides at the After Hours events. <laughs> and one of the best parts about these After Hours events also is usually your ticket actually gets you in early. Mm-hmm. So let's say you bought tickets to the Christmas party and it starts at seven o'clock. Your ticket is good usually around like four o'clock. Mm-hmm. So you go in, you hop, you get there at four, you spend your entire day doing whatever you want, sleeping in, going to the pool, going on a pontoon, whatever you want to do, or going to the spa, whatever <laughs> else we talked about today, doing all of these fun things, just sleeping and enjoying yeah. the morning. Sure. Yeah. Have fun. Go for it. And then you go to the park at four o'clock and you're there till midnight. You got, what is that? eight hours in the yeah. park still that's almost a full park day yeah that at you're gonna get <laughs> yeah and that's gonna be for the same price as what a single day ticket is mm-hmm. plus you get all these advantages of it being a party yes food drinks less lines less lines less more people. characters fancy parades better parades yeah. some of them yeah fireworks shows yeah, what's the what's the Halloween one? That one was really good. The fireworks or the parade? Boo to you. The boo to you yeah, parade. That one was really good, especially with the headless horseman. Oh, that's so cool. And Max. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> if you go to the parades, always go to the second one. Because another advantage that you have, mm-hmm. which I don't mean this in a mean way. I really don't. And I feel like this was an issue I have. I have trouble vocalizing this one, verbalizing this one. The after hours events are less children. Yes. They start out with kids. Mm-hmm. By the end of the night, there's no kids. Yes. So if you are an adult who loves Disney and wants to go but does not want to be surrounded by kids, this is also another great option. Yes. Us personally, we don't care about kids. Like they don't bother. Bo- they don't bother us. Like I said, I like to play is the problem the kid or the parent. Like I think it's such a fun game. So doesn't bother us when they're there. But if that makes or breaks your trip, mm-hmm. or if you oh, or if you're bringing someone who's not a huge Disney person and you're trying to like convince them and they're worried about all the kids. Bring them to a party. Yeah. 
Sometimes it will. Yeah. It's going to start out with a lot of kids. But the kids aren't going to make it that late. Mm-hmm. And the ones who do are going to be just riding the kid rides. Also, yep. if you like the kid rides, towards the end of the night in an after hours event or at a party, you're walking on all of them. Yeah. You're walking on most rides anyway, but those ones you're like. The barnstormer as many times as you want. They're going to do that thing where you just have to like undo your seatbelt and then put it back <laughs> on. Or you can go ride Dinosaur 11 times. Good job. Oh my gosh, I didn't tell you. I am so sorry for never giving this shout out. So um, Bailey, who is now one of the vacation planners at 407 and beyond, is crazy. But I love it. Yes. She said, haha, Gina, I'll beat that. So if you have been around for a while, you know that I've bragged about the fact that I rode Dinosaur like 15 times yeah. or some, some, a lot of times. She rode it 52 times in one day. Just kept going. 53. Oh, I'm sorry. She read it 53 times in one day. It's a lot. The record's 52. So they got on at 53. 53 times in a day is a lot. And we're proud of you. Yes, very Congratulations. Proud of you you job, earned Bailey. that. That makes me so happy. But yes, so after hours events, though, is places, is times that you can just ride rides yes, over and over again if you're a ride person. You could enjoy the food. If you do the Christmas party, cookies and milk. Mm-hmm. Apple cider, hot chocolate, Halloween, you can go trick-or-treating. You got options. Yeah. So definitely can be worth the splurge if it is something that you want in your vacation. Yes, for sure. Financially, it can break down to about the price of a single-day park ticket. And you can get as many hours as you can with a single-day park ticket or like an hour or two less. Yeah, maybe a little bit more money, but with all the stuff you get, it's worth it. Just keep in mind, it's not included in a multi-day ticket. So if you buy a three-day park ticket the party can't be one of your days. You yes. have to buy a separate party ticket. It is a separate ticketed event. Mm-hmm. But that's all we got. That's it. That's it. There's probably more. There is more. That we, don't, we didn't mention. So if there's anything that you're like, I don't know how they didn't mention this. This is a fantastic splurge option. Just message us on Instagram, Spill the Deep Pod. Right? Podcast. Spill the Deep Podcast. Um, or you can email us, spillthedeeppod at gmail.com. True. Also an option. Let us know which ones we missed. And that's it. Yeah. If you guys like what you heard, <laughs> go ahead and give us some stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you like. Well, leave us as many stars as you want. Yeah. Hopefully all five. Preferably five. We love when you guys give us five stars. The more stars, the merrier. Yeah. Will just give it to us as like a wedding present. Like just a bunch of stars. It's a great idea. We'll write you a thank you note. Yes. And we'll give you a sticker. That's true. If you send us a screenshot that you love to review, we'll, we'll send you out a thank you note with a sticker. Yeah, we'll do it. We're not afraid of buying love. <laughs> <laughs> but that's really it, guys. If you, like, if you're excited, you think of anything, let us know. But until next time, we will see you at the castle. I need to go back to Disney.